Emerging cyber risks across all lines of business are bankers' number one concern. Heather Weiss and Constantine, Senior Director of Payments and Cybersecurity Policy at the American Bankers Association, shared with me at a recent ABA risk management event. In fact, she says increasing regulatory pressures and scrutiny surrounding cyber risk awareness have been the driving forces for an accelerated cyber risk focus. Here she points out why smaller institutions are facing the greatest hurdles and how the ABA is working to help them. Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group. Heather, during this conference so far, from the sessions that I've attended, and I think it's kind of been the overall feeling from the attendees that I've spoken with, cyber risk seems to be the number one concern, regardless of what topic we're discussing, whether it's compliance, whether it's risk assessment. Is this a shift from previous events that the ABA has hosted? I think so. A lot of companies have become more aware of cybersecurity issues, specifically from a lot of the breaches that have happened as of late, and there's a lot of regulatory focus on cybersecurity and risk assessment. So when we talk about risk assessment, vendor management is a big issue. It's something that we've been writing a lot about in the industry, and it's obviously been a hot topic here. In one of the morning sessions, vendor management and guidance related to vendor management from the FFIAC was something that we talked quite a bit about. And banking institutions in the audience said that they were following the FFIAC's guidance. My question for you, Heather, is if institutions are following the guidance from the FFIAC, why does it seem that from a vendor management perspective, a lot of them are missing the mark when it comes to cybersecurity. I think the amount of vendors that the companies and the banks have to have oversight over and due diligence, I, I think it, it, it poses a formidable issue for them. There are so many vendors that they have to manage, and how far down do you go in order to ensure that they're complying with the contractual agreements that you set forth, and also making sure that they've done the correct risk assessment of their own systems and there is no gap in between. And it's a constant monitoring. You just can't do it once and be done with it. You have to constantly make sure that they're complying with new regulations that come out and that they're supporting your business to the best of their ability. So some things that have come up recently, and, and I'm going to bring up some findings from the New York State Department of Financial Services, which this report also came up in one of the sessions this morning, that when it comes to reviewing some of these vendors before signing a contract, a lot of institutions are kind of missing the mark. Rather than understanding the cybersecurity before they sign with the vendor, they're signing with the vendor and then not really reviewing the cybersecurity policies on a regular basis. Do you think that it's just a mind shift that needs to happen, or do you think that it's just institutions for the same reasons you mentioned earlier are just kind of overwhelmed? Well, I think since there is so much more of a focus on cybersecurity and there are constant and evolving threats, there is a lot to stay on top of. You know, what your focus may have been a month ago, there might be a new threat that you're trying to keep on top of. And once again, the amount of vendors that you have and the subcontractors that they have underneath them, it's just a constant monitoring process. And it can become overwhelming. And in addition to, you know, going back to what I said about new regulations coming out and, and new guidance, just making sure that you're staying on top of that as well. So it's a lot to take in and it's a lot to stay on top of. Do you think, Heather, that there's a difference between the ability that an institution has 
to leverage with a vendor based on their size. So are larger organizations able to get their vendors perhaps to help them more on a cybersecurity front than some smaller institutions? It's definitely a possibility. Anytime that you have a larger volume of business with a vendor, I think you have a greater voice. If you are a smaller uh, business and you may not have that same level of volume that you're bringing to that vendor, I think it has the ability to give you a little bit less leverage as opposed to a very large institution that, you know, if, if you're a big chunk of their business, I think you have a little bit more of a voice. Heather, something else that came up this morning during the opening panel that related to third-party relationships and some of the contracts that institutions have with them, I would assume that organizations would include in their contracts with third parties, vendors, that they be notified if and when that vendor is breached. But from a financial institution perspective, I got the feeling that maybe that wasn't a standard contractual requirement. Well, I don't know if it is a standard contractual requirement, but it should be commonplace. And I think the speaker was just reiterating the importance of the fact that you do have that spelled out in your contract. I think that is a very important clause that you be notified if something's happening at one of your vendors, because that provides you the ability to protect yourself as well. And then, of course, you need to know because you want to be that face to the customer. If the customer starts asking questions, you want to be the ones to be able to answer to the customer and protect them. Heather, I want to thank you for your time today. Oh, thank you so much. Again, we've just heard from Heather Weiss and Constantine of the ABA. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.